This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Learn Platform and Instructure, authors of the K-12 EdTech Engagement Top 40. See which products were accessed by the most students and educators throughout the 2022-23 school year, in addition to highlighting the top 40 education technology products with more than 4.1 million student and teacher interactions. The report provides insights on trends and categorical rankings, empowering education in the digital era. Insights to inform strategic decisions. The EdTech Top 40 report shares the latest on the use of digital solutions, tools, and resources in K-12 districts across the country, as well as insights on usage trends and categorical rankings with findings based on 57 billion interactions, 3 million students, 465,000 educators, and 9,000 EdTech products. Get more information at Instructure.com. Hey, welcome back to ISTE 2023 live from Philly. We've got some uh, folks in the chair. We're going to let them introduce themselves, tell us who they are and all that good stuff. So here we go. Tanis, uh, co-founder and CEO at Learn Platform and now uh, head of uh, K-12 strategy at Instructure. I am Jen Mitchell. I am the head of product marketing at Instructure. Awesome. Okay, so what's big at ISTE 2023 for you guys? Wow. Well, we're excited. Uh, we've released the sixth uh, EdTech Top 40. Uh, this has become a report that Learn Platform has published over the last few years. Um, and as you're probably aware, we teamed up with Instructure in December. Uh, it's been a fantastic uh, opportunity for us to continue to build the most ubiquitous teaching and learning platform. Um, and now with the EdTech Top 40, we are uh, releasing one of the you know, most expansive um, releases, uh, analyses of ed tech engagement uh, over the last year. Uh, so we're really excited about that. There's a ton going on down uh, at the Instructure booth as well. Um, so uh, anything you want to highlight? Yeah, I think it's just important to note like that the EdTech Top 40 really underscores our partnership, right? All of the work that we do with all of uh, the vendors that we see here at ISTE and many others, right? 900, over 900 partners and how that really uh, supports the partner or the platform at Instructure, right? Mm-hmm. And and doing this analysis and seeing what, what one of those partners are really driving outcomes, right? Like really making a difference in the classroom for teachers and students. Yeah, the, the key word there is engagement. That's right. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about you know what the key pieces of it that you, you're finding in engagement. That, you know moving you guys forward so you know one of the things that will you'll see from the data is that learning is now tech enabled right um, of course during remote uh, etc you, you know it was all online but even as students have returned to the classroom the engagement is through the charts uh, you know off the charts and um, really with the EdTech top 40 
this release uh, shows a number of things. Um, first off, um, overall, districts engaged with more ed tech tools than they did year over year. Um, so it's actually continuing to uh, increase about 1.7% more, uh, more diverse ecosystem. They're using on average 2,591 different ed tech products ever, last year. However, students and teachers engaged with more with fewer products mm -hmm. okay so um, students uh, engaged with 14% fewer products year over year teachers almost 19% uh, fewer so while students and teachers are sort of personalizing they're they're taking control of their own learning and teaching um, organizations have to manage a much larger continuously larger ecosystem and that's a pretty impactful finding uh, from the report well and I, and I think one of the things that that sort of underscores is that you've got all of these choices you've got all of these tools you've got all of these different platforms and folks are figuring out whether it's at the teacher level or the student level they're figuring out what works for them what they like frankly right. and and by the flip side of that what they don't like so going along those lines and kind of figuring you know thinking about those what's all involved with picking your top 40 like is it is this is, do the do the people get to input and say we love this because oh. xyz or is this is there some massive research that goes into this how do you come up with your top 40? it's a dartboard isn't it? yeah it's a great uh, it's a great <laughs> question board, yeah. um it's not a dartboard uh anymore um it's actually based on 58 billion engagements of millions of students and teachers across the US. So rather than surveys or what do you like, what don't you like, this is actually an analysis of uh, a subset of those folks who use Learn Platform and Canvas and Instructure. Um, essentially, we're analyzing what of 11,000 different EdTech products, which ones they're engaging with and how often. And so the EdTech Top 40 are the most ubiquitously engaged with tools across uh, those millions of students. So it's a very quantitative, uh, you know, evaluation and analysis. However, and that's really important because a lot of data is out there might be survey based or who got funded. Sure. But really, we know that engagement is a leading indicator of learning. It's not learning, but if you don't engage, you, you know, you're doing something else. And so as a leading indicator of learning, we're seeing that it's really important to understand if you want to know what you're using that works, first you got to know what you're using. And that's where the EdTech Top 40 has really been sort of opened the door for a lot of people on what's actually happening in the market right now. So how does that Top 40 come into play with like in structure when you're when you're looking at this and with the, with the services you provide, how do, how do they mesh? Yeah, I think what's important to think about in structure is we are open, right? Like that is one of our ethos is that we are an open platform because we want students and teachers to be able to have the ecosystem that meets their needs, right? So they're, you know, it's not playing favorites with the top 40, but we also look at the ones that we see are being used the most and how are those integrations working, right? How are we supporting that partnership so right. that it's a 
smooth transition for students, right? Like that it's kind of, we talk about the invisible tech, right? Those barriers fall away. But really it's, you know, we are an open platform and we, we will continue to be so, but it's so good to see, you know, what are, you know, in the classroom, what are people really enjoying, but also what are driving outcomes, right? At the end of the day. Yeah. It certainly reinforces that open ethos and the platform approach that Instructure has taken. And that's one of the reasons that Learn Platform and Instructure are connected because at the end of the day, what what this data shows is while per, you know learning is becoming more personalized, the requirements for an organization to manage to ensure student data privacy, to ensure accessibility, to ensure that it's providing an ecosystem that can effectively and efficiently you know support a more diverse ecosystem is really critical. Yeah. So let's talk about the flavor of the month. You know what's popular right now. What is you know making up the platform? What what are the yeah. top? What are the top ten of the top forty? What are the top forty? What's the genre? Yeah. So <laughs> within the EdTech top forty, and anybody can access it at Instructure.com. Um, we actually break this down. But the biggest grower right now is teaching teacher and learner engagement tools. Fifty-eight percent of the top forty are specifically focused around how teachers are interacting and engaging their students. Connectivity. Learning is a relationship-based activity, right? And so what we've seen over the years, this continues a trend. I think it was in the uh, more than half. It's almost 60% of the top 40 are in this interaction and, and engagement space. The second thing uh, that we see is for the first time uh, this year, we have, we have three new entrants into the top 40. Two of them are student data privacy and security place, oh, right? Yeah. So GoGuardian is securely broken in the top 40. You know, we've always talked, I mean, education has been, you know, student data privacy has been important. Safety is really critical, but it's probably, it's pretty compelling to see now that um, it's actually so important that it's becoming more ubiquitous. Um, it's not a dream, it's a requirement. Now. Yeah, yeah, well, and I think, uh, and I have no data to back up. This is completely just off the top of my head. So out there listening, you guys here, forgive me if this goes astray. I was dreaming when I wrote this. So um, when you look at those type of products, right, student security, student privacy, they seem to really ramp up during COVID, right, when everybody was shut down and all the kids were home and they all had all these devices that now all the schools had to, they had to protect those students. And that has carried afterward because I think schools realize, especially during that time, that yeah, we've you know, we've got to we've got to do this, you know, we gotta be able to protect them, but also both of those platforms also provide monitoring and reporting, not necessarily in a punitive fashion, although yes that's definitely you know a side effect of it, but um, in terms of seeing what the students are engaged in, what are the students doing yeah. with school equipment on the school network. I mean that's I, you know, we use it at our district. We've got Go Guardian. Okay. And 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 it's used by different teachers in different ways, you know, depending on what it is they're trying to do. And and, and for, so where I'm going with all this is to say that, I, that to me that seems like it's a very natural progression. And it'll be interesting to see where that goes in the future, especially now that we've got, you know, the insane surgence of AI and yeah. what all that means, you know. Yeah, I think the, so 
you're exactly right, right? And the data supports that there was a massive acceleration with COVID, but that that is sustained. Right. Like learning exactly. is now tech enabled. Two, you are starting to see more thoughtful refinement mm-hmm. by teachers and students on what's best for them and, and owning that, that agency that people uh, expected. And finally, the organizations are now expected to take care of the ecosystem, right? The teachers and students are expecting to ensure that there's going to be safe, um, that it's going to be accessible, that it's going to support effective evidence-based tools. And so you're seeing more and more focus on, hey, what's actually working for us? And the the advent of more rapid cycle evaluation, um, the you know Department of Education has released uh, guidance for all school districts on the four levels of evidence as outlined in ESSA. You're seeing it in RFPs. You're seeing it in RFIs. You're seeing it as a function of decision-making. That's providing a lot more data and information on what's actually working for not, you know, some kids years ago, but for my students and students who look like my students so that I can make those decisions individually. Um, And that's where I think the Instructure Learning Platform and I think across the board, the data is showing you can't manage almost 3,000 products one at a time. You need aligned, integrated, accessible, evidence-based platforms to be able to move forward. So communication, that's a big one right now. And it started with the pandemic. And we always we all realized that we had poor, poor communication skills with our parents, with our students, between our teachers, the entire uh, gamut there. So are you seeing a, a move into, do you have any in the top 40 that are communication-based? Uh, yes, we are seeing an expansion in, um, uh, in communication overall. Um, internally, we, yeah, so um, look, I mean, uh, certainly, uh, you know, you'll see folks like Zoom and others that, you, you know, were nowhere in uh, February of 2020 that have been consistent. Um, you know, Jen may be able to speak to speak to students and individual teachers and where that's sort of falling in but there are uh, we have seen an increase in communication what we've seen um, a decrease in is um, is in sort of the research and uh, site-based focus now within the EdTech top 40 just to be clear we dig into the top 10 top 15 in about half a dozen categories so anybody who downloads it can see into certain areas including um, these areas like communication where uh, you're seeing two things. One, individual like Zoom or others that are there, but also the functionality that's built in now expects, like, you got to be able to communicate with parents. you got to be able to share this across, you know, different districts, uh, stakeholders. Yeah. yeah, and I think you'll see that evolving, especially as you, in the LMS, is like the hub of the teaching and learning, right? Those tools integrating automatically. So being able to easily access Zoom, be part of those conversations within right the course uh, I think partners are going to continue to work on those LMS integrations so that you have one centralized kind of hub for communication out to parents whether it's through a parent app or through you know um, a monitoring type thing but I, I think that just like the noise of supporting all those tools like we forget that if we're using all those tools and we're supporting them in the district right that students and parents are also supposed right. to manage those right and 
And, you know, I know during the pandemic, um, a lot of my friends, we talked about the Canvas Parent app and much to their children's dismay, I, they downloaded it, right? So uh, I apologize to my my, ki- my friend's kids, but, um, right, but having one centralized location to keep that kind of timely, right, and reduce the noise and those refinement tools and so that parents can decide what they want to see and when they want to see it, just as students do, right? And and up into college students that also want to to personalize those communication paths. Yeah, and that, that's what we've been saying. I mean, I've been begging for it for 20 years. I need just a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, you were talking about we've seen the students and teachers both yeah. drop the amount of products that they're mm-hmm. actually using, and it's for that reason. It's like I'm just tired of trying to put this piece into that. So um, moving forward real quick, um, Folks want to find out more. You want to get in touch? Yeah. Uh, Instructure.com slash top 40 is where you can find the tech top 40. Instructure.com and canvas.com are the best places to connect uh, with all the tools that the Instructure Learning Platform has. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, man. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Learn Platform and Instructure, authors of the K-12 EdTech Engagement Top 40. See which products were accessed by the most students and educators throughout the 2022-23 school year, in addition to highlighting the top 40 education technology products with more than 4.1 million student and teacher interactions. The report provides insights on trends and categorical rankings, empowering education in the digital era. Insights to inform strategic decisions. The EdTech Top 40 report shares the latest on the use of digital solutions, tools, and resources in K-12 districts across the country, as well as insights on usage trends and categorical rankings with findings based on 57 billion interactions, 3 million students, 465,000 educators, and 9,000 EdTech products. Get more information at Instructure.com. This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening. Yeah.